around the world and here at home, bringing relief, hope, and the life-changing message of Jesus. You're listening to the Mize Missions Podcast with Terry Mize. Hello, everyone. God bless you today, and welcome to Terry Mize Ministries Podcast. As always, you are our focus, and we're so delighted that you are listening to the program, and we always pray and believe that you are going to receive exactly what you need as the Bible refers to as fresh manna that God provided for the children of Israel daily, a meal right out of the ovens of heaven for them to have fresh every single day. They weren't allowed to gather it for a second or third day and stock up. They had to take what was given for that day. And that's what we always believe. Of course, they didn't do it. No, they didn't do that. <laughs> that was just the instructions from God. But I mean, who wants, who wants to do what he says? <laughs> God said, now, don't gather it up. Don't gather it don't up. Don't store it up. Right. It'll go stale and get worms. <laughs> and they said, no, you know what? I got an idea. Let's gather it up and store it up. Yeah. And guess what happened to it? It got oh. stale and got worms. Yeah. What a con. Yeah. You know, that's people. exactly people. Yeah. We people try to. not doing the instructions that, that God God's gives them. Gives them. And it's worse today. Everybody says, oh, grace, 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 grace. Jesus doesn't care what I do. I can I can kill people. I can sin. I can do anything I want to, and Jesus doesn't care. What a, what a, what a lie from the pits of hell. When God the Father, the, the smartest guy around, the guy that <laughs> built it all and invented it all and no, invented exactly. the rules, exactly. tells you, do it this way, and you say, no, I got a better idea. That, that's, been, that's been bad since Eve did it. Well, it really is. You know, it really, really is. I, you know, I want to, as Terry's talking there, I just uh, am amazed at the, you know, the ministry of the apostle here that, that just interjects the truth of the moment that you need to check yourself before you wreck yourself. <laughs> and you need to check how you're thinking about things because it's so natural for the flesh that when they hear, and especially like you said in this day and time, that when people hear an absolute from God, they immediately start checking out what they think about it. And instead, how they can rework it. And how they can work it and, and let me make this cut better. a deal. Yeah, cut a deal. Let me negotiate with God. Yeah, really. Let, let me negotiate. Uh, let me beg God in prayer it's for another worked. dynamic. <laughs> it's never, it, it has ever, never worked. ever worked. So you need to really check what, what makes you punch that button to try to have it your way. You know, people get mad, and I do too, and have for decades at Hollywood for taking a a Bible story right. and making a no movie joke. out of it. No joke. And then they've got the script right in front right of them. they got the Bible right in front of them. And then they add all this stuff and delete all this stuff and make a whole different story. And everybody gets mad about that. But then the, the average Christian does the same thing. They've got yeah. the Bible right in front of them. It says, don't do this. Do this, don't do this, right. do this. And we say, oh, no, I got a better idea. This will work better. I'm smarter than God. It's well, never worked. Never worked before. And it's just, it's just amazing to me what makes human nature really want to want to do that. You know, and Christianity to, is so great and so wonderful yeah, and yeah, so marvelous. Yeah, absolutely. And we have fouled it up so badly. <laughs> you know, you know today's, so. today's December the 5th, and, and we buried President George H.W., Bush today, right, 41. Right, number 41. And, uh, <clears throat> you and I were driving, so we were listening to it on the radio. Right. So I don't know who who the lady is, the lady preacher, the lady pastor, the lady religious guru. I don't know who she was that they had praying today at the funeral. 
But, you know, she prayed this this dog, awful prayer <laughs> that makes Christianity look so stupid. Yeah. And I just wanted to reach to the radio and slap her and say, why don't you use the Bible? You're a yeah, preacher. Really. You're a pastor. Why don't you just use the Bible? Use the Bible. But, she, but in her prayer, she said, she said, oh, God, have pity on your servant in his sorrows. Well, you know, that's the dumbest prayer I ever heard. That just makes Christianity look stupid. Right. We're still it trying to negotiate. It just makes Christianity look yeah. stupid. Oh, God, have pity right. on your servant right. in his sorrows. Right. Well, you know, if he's in heaven, he's not having any sorrows. No, right. And if he's not in heaven, well, forget it. it. Forget it, yeah. yeah. But God, have pity. God, have pity on, on a guy you just brought to heaven. Why would you right. have pity on him? He's having a ball. No, right. <laughs> I mean, he's enjoying Jesus. He's yes, enjoying God. Yes. He's enjoying his no wife who's been there no for, what, suffering. 11 months, nine months. Is his baby daughter, Robin, that died of leukemia when she's a little girl. Right. I mean, you know, there's there's nothing. He's not having any sorrows. No. Hallelujah. Heaven's a real place. It's a real place. But this goofy woman turned it religious. Yeah, and, and that, that makes And it makes so... Christianity look bad. Well, but Michael... It makes me look stupid, and I'm not stupid. <laughs> she, but she is stupid, and it irritates me. Well, there were some great things that were said today, and there were some wonderful moments. And Michael W. Smith's song on Friends... Oh, marvelous song Absolutely wonderful. And so we're, we're grateful, you know, that, that we have the ability... In, in America, to talk we, we about God, talk about Christian. We were just with Michael W. Smith's Christian. daughter and, and son-in-law this week in, in right. church in Houston. Yes, you know, uh, yes, We yes. preached it uh, for Todd and Cindy Mooring out right. at uh, Celebration of Life Church. Right. And, of course, their son uh, is uh, Leland, who is, who is, or Callie's. No, it's Jack. Oh, you're talking about no, no, Leland. No, no, I'm talking about, about Leland. Leland is who, Todd and Cindy's son. Who wrote, the, who's written all these great and marvelous and wonderful right, songs right, right. you know and then uh and then with with uh jack married to michael w smith's daughter whitney Miss whitney and uh and and so we were with him just this sunday right and then to hear him sing today at the president's funeral was just a was just marvelous just a wonderful song friends just just that, that was great well and it presents it presents eternity in such a positive concept of reality and it makes the kingdom of god uh, be aware of the fact of how God is has got everything planned down to the moment. Sure, He's got every provision ready and waiting for us. And as uh, you know, as the Bible says, "Come, for all things are now ready." And so God has has always got great things for the people of God. And that, as the Bible says, we live by faith, we die in faith, and we and we keep our eyes on the fact that the Lord Jesus Christ paid the debt for sin and that if we believe on him we don't have to be a beggar for god to have mercy on yes, us you yes, know yes, yes. we know that god is merciful and we know that his loving kindness and tender mercies are available for every person on the planet which right now there's seven and a half billion people on the planet and you know how could any one life be so valuable except that Jesus bought and paid for it and then has come and lived in us. Absolutely. And paid that gives us value. That makes my life valuable. Absolutely. It makes it count. And it makes it count for eternity, not just for the seen, but for the unseen world. And so you and I, you know, we're just kind of basking today in realizing that, you know, the blessing of the Lord is on the people of God and that we can have a sound mind, we can have a healthy body, and that our 
our sins have been washed away by the blood of Jesus, and we're going to live forever. What a gift. What a life. Oh, amen. To be satisfied. (laughs) And you know, we're on our way. We had such a, as I said, such a great service last Sunday with, uh, uh, in in Baytown, Texas, with the Celebration of Life and and dear, dear, longtime friends. Yes. And it was just the Holy Ghost and, and, and anointed and blessed and and people got ministered to and helped. And then we're on our way now to Mark Barkley's uh, conference in uh, Midland, Michigan. Michigan. Midland, Michigan. And uh, we're supposed to be there today. And we've been, as, as most people know, we've been in Houston the last two weeks dealing with uh, three medical crises with three of your uh, immediate family, yeah, with your right. mom, your sister, and your brother. And so it cost us an extra day just trying to still continue to connect yeah. the dots and put things together for right. their for their medical care and long-term care. My goodness. And so uh, anyway, we're on the way to, to Michigan and be there tomorrow. And uh, Mark's conference is going on. And then I'm on his board. I'm on his president's cabinet and board. And so our board meeting, annual board meeting is on Friday. And so uh, we'll be there for that. And then on Sunday, I'm preaching for uh, for Dr. Yes, Barkley. that's wonderful. And for his great church, Living Word, there in Midland, Michigan. So we'd love to see friends and family and partners uh, right. uh, while we're there. And then uh, from there, we'll finally uh, come home. <laughs> I'm not sure if we know where home is anymore. No, or not. Right. I don't know how long we've been gone. We left the middle of October. Right. And went to Montreal, Canada, and then right. all through the East Coast, and ended up in uh, uh, a missions conference in Ohio, and then churches in Virginia, and then and then in Washington D.C., and and then uh, back home. Actually, got back home to Tulsa and spent what two days or something, two. and went over to uh, Missouri and ministered for our dear friends uh, Shannon and Kevin Inman uh, there at Word of Life in uh, Marionville, Missouri. And then the next day, the very next day, took off for Houston and been there until today. Yeah. And so it's been, uh, we haven't seen home very much. Yeah, we've lived in a hotel the last two weeks and uh, taken care of, of folks that can't take care of themselves. And uh, Well, that's what the Bible says. Yeah, you know, I just have... Speak up for I, those who can't speak can't for themselves. Can't speak for themselves and that God would be able to do a good work and help folks recover uh, from an attack and in their lives, and then we got to see two gorgeous little grandbaby girls. Oh well, there is that. <laughs> and a new pregnant mommy. My daughter is pregnant again. With with the the mommy of these two girls is pregnant again, and so there's a lot going on in our family, as we are sure there is in yours. Terry and I, by the time in the last five to six weeks, we will have gone to. We counted up about 17 states, and. Uh, just in the last five to six weeks, and we've seen the good hand of the Lord. Yes, we have. <laughs> we've seen the good hand of the Lord uh, help us through uh, many dangers, toils, and snares, and the good times and the not so good, or you know, glad, sad, happy, mad, you know, whatever, <laughs> whatever's out there, whatever the market will bear in real life, we live it. That's for sure, and um, can stand up on a Sunday morning or a, a convention or whatever God has called us to do, and be able to teach the Word of God, encourage the Word of God, and pray prayers that change destiny. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, Renee, it's it's December the 5th, as I've already said, and here we are. we got three weeks left in 2018. And uh, my partners are very familiar with this, and you're very familiar with this. I've said this for decades, that every year, God gives every Christian That's a, che- right. a checkbook. A checkbook. And it's a, a, bl- it's a blank checkbook with 12 checks in it. 
they're labeled January, February, March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November, and December. Right. And every year we spend those 12 checks. Every person, every person on the planet, every Christian, every it's sinner, amazing. we spend those 12 checks. And so this year we've already spent 11 of them. We've spent 11 twelfths of our check. 11 twelfths. Isn't and we've amazing? got one check left. It's and it's for December. And so at this time of year, I always look back and challenge Christians to look back and challenge you listening to us to look back. What have you done with 2018? What have you done with these 11 checks you've already exactly. written? And what are you going to do with the one check you have left? Sometimes we need to look back and say, oh, my Lord, I haven't done much with the 11 checks I spent. Well, I better do something with this last one. And because because in three weeks' time, we're going to get another checkbook that says 20, 2019, and it'll have 20 checks in it. And only what we do for God counts, Renee. Only what we do. Only what we do for eternity counts. That is for counts. certain. That's eternal. That lasts forever. Right. And And once once we spend those checks, they're, they're gone forever. In other words, yeah. I can't get yeah. back last month. It's final. It's absolute. I can't get November 2018 back. No, I mean, it's no. done. It's in the history books. In fact, tonight at midnight, whenever at midnight, uh, the, the the bell sounds at midnight, uh, December the 5th, 2018 will be no more. Right, it's right. gone forever. It's gone for eternity. It's written in the annals of time. It's written in the history books. What did I do on December the 12th? Excuse me, December the 5th. 2018. It's going right, to be gone at right. midnight tonight. And at the end of this year, and in three more weeks, uh, 2018 is going to be uh, removed from the calendar, put into the history books, put into the annals of time, and only what we did for God will last. And the rest of it is going to burn up like wood, hay, and stubble. That's right. <laughs> and so, I mean, that's what the Bible says. No, that's right. And uh, one more time, I mean, who cares what God says? Well, I do. <laughs> uh, and, and it's one more time that we have an opportunity in these next three weeks to do something for the kingdom of God. What, what have you done right. for the kingdom of God? Right. What have you done in, 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 in 2018 for the kingdom of God. What have you done that would make heaven happy, that would make heaven rejoice, that would make heaven have a party? The Bible says that heaven rejoices, has a party Isn't every time wonderful? a soul is saved. So we, we yes. always have the opportunity to get involved with the saving of souls, the winning of souls, and every time we do, it makes heaven happy, and every time we do, it makes heaven have a party. So have you made headlines in hell in 2018? That's right. Have you made headlines in heaven? Right. In 2018. I love Does it. hell know your name? Does hell know who you are? Exactly. Does heaven know your name? Does heaven know who you are? Are you just a, a, a couch potato, just a lump <laughs> on, 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 on God's world, not accomplishing right. anything for the right. kingdom? I mean, right. you're living a good life. You're doing your own thing. You're, you're eating and sleeping and, you know, raising your kids or doing whatever. But what have you done for the kingdom? And uh, I know for many years in, in Mexico, uh, Bernie Davis, Bernie's in heaven now, but Bernie Davis is my good friend, great missionary, had miracles, tremendous miracles. And, and uh, Bernie and I'd walk in sometimes to a, a mayor's office of a city in Mexico. We'd go to the mayor's office right. and we'd say, look, we want to have a crusade in your town. We want to have an open air crusade, build a platform and stand up and preach that Jesus is Lord. We want to pray for the sick. We want to have miracles. If you'll let us do this, blind eyes will open, deaf ears will unstop, cripples will walk, tumors will fall off, people's lives will wow. be changed, your city yeah. will be better, your, the children of your city will be better, uh, crime in your city will be better. I mean, your city will be better uh, and we want to we want to do this in your city. Would you give us permission to do so? And so many times they just say no, you know, because it's illegal. It's illegal to do that wow. in Mexico. 
And uh, and so they'd say no. And many times Bernie just lean over on their desk, put both hands on their desk, lean down, look them square in the eye and say, have you done anything for the kingdom of God recently? Was your mama a Christian? Your mama would want you to do something for the glory of God. What have you done for the glory of God? Mm. And and you know what? Almost almost 100% of the time, those guys would just tear up and say, well, yeah, my mama loved God, or my mama went to church, well, or my <laughs> mama was a Christian, and I haven't done anything for the for the, for the glory of God, but you, you can have a crusade in my town uh, for the glory of God. Now, sometimes they regretted it because yeah. we started having miracles. Right. <laughs> I remember one time, the Spirit of God, I, I, was, I knew I was supposed to have a, have a crusade out, outside of the city of Guadalajara. And uh, there's a little town out there, and I say it's a pretty big town now, but back then, it's called Tlaquipaque. And uh, I just had that in my spirit that I'm supposed to have a crusade in Tlaquipaque. Well. And, uh, and so I just went out there praying. I've been praying in the Holy Ghost for days, and Lord, show me, Lord, show me, Lord, show me where I'm going to have a crusade. Show me, show me where you want to pour your power out. Right, show me right. where you want to do miracles. And sure. so I, I just started driving around out there, out there in my car. Praying in the Holy Ghost, praying in the Holy Ghost, praying in the Holy Ghost. Drove and drove and drove and drove. Had took a friend of mine with me. He was with, in the car with me. And uh, finally, I, I drove in front of a Catholic church. And on the other side of the road was a, uh, an open field. So there's an open field, a road, and the Catholic church. Mm. And I'm just driving, praying in the Holy Ghost. And the Spirit of God said to me, right there. I said, right there. Uh, this open field across the street from the, the cathedral. Church, yeah. <laughs> I said, you got to be kidding me. And so I said to the, my buddy that's in the car with me, I said, God said right there is where we're going to have the crusade. He said, Terry, you out of your mind. We can't have a, a, a crusade there in the front yard of the Catholic Church, across the street from the Catholic Church. And uh, I said, sure we can, God. That's where God said do it. And so uh, we uh, started asking around, just stopping and asking people, who owns this property? Who owns this property? Who owns this property? Finally, somebody told us the name of the man that owned the open field. Uh-huh. And so we went and looked him up, went to his house, knocked on the door, went in, told him who we were, what we were doing. I said, I want to have a crusade right in your field. I want to build a platform. I'm going to put lights up. I'm going to put speakers up. And I'm going to preach Jesus is, uh, is Lord, that God is a good God. And I'm going to tell people about Jesus. I'm not going to attack the Catholic Church. I'm not a Protestant, meaning protesting the Catholic Church. I'm going to tell I'm going to tell the goodness of God to the people and help your city. And I'm going to pray for the sick and blind eyes are going to open and deaf ears are going to unstop and cripples Wonderful. are going to walk Sounds and like miracles are going to take place. But I, I need your permission. You do something for the glory of God. You let me have a, a, a crusade in your in your field. And he said, "Well, okay." He said, "I'll tell you what. You can do it." I'll give you my permission on one condition. And I said, what's the condition? He said, you have to go ask the Catholic Church if it's okay. If they say it's okay, then it's okay with me. My goodness. Now, you know, if you knew the history of Mexico and knew the history of the Catholic Church of old, uh, back in those days, they were still, in some parts of Mexico, they were still killing Protestants. The Catholic Church was still killing Protestants and still killing preachers. I can take you in Mexico and show you where Pentecostal preachers have been drugged through prickly pear fields. I mean, oh, tied, right. tied with a rope and drugged behind a horse through prickly pear, pear fields. And if y'all, y'all Northerners don't know what a prickly pear field is, it's cactus uh, with big old huge leaves on it, round leaves. You've seen them in movies with thorns all oh, over them. Right. All of us Texans know what a prickly pear is. But, but I mean, drag them through a prickly pear field, tied their feet tied, drag them behind a horse, until they're dead. I mean, just drag the skin right off their body and, until they're finally dead. And I can show you churches that have been stoned and uh, Sunday after Sunday they'd try to meet and the people would stand outside led wow. by the Catholic priest and stone the, and stone the church. 
and, uh, and, and, and I can show you places where uh, 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 American missionaries have gone into, never been seen again, never come out. And uh, just a few blocks from where Jackie and I lived in, in back in the 70s in, uh, in a certain town in Mexico, uh, the, the, the priest there, the, the Monsignor there, was known for killing Protestants. So anyway, let me, oh I, I, di- I digress, but I'm just saying it wasn't, uh, it wasn't ecumenical back right, then. Right, right, no, no. Uh, and so he said, if you'll get permission from the Catholic priest, you can, have, you can use my field. And uh, I said, okay. My friend that was with me, his eyes rolled back in his head. All the blood drained out of his face. So we went and we drove back down to the church. We got out of the church and walked around. And the priest was outside walking around doing something in the garden. And we went up to him and I introduced myself to him and told him uh, what I wanted to do. And that I'd been to see the landowner. And the landowner told me I could have permission uh, if, the, if he'd give me permission. Right. And I said, so I want to build a platform right there. I pointed across the street right there. I want to build a platform. And I'm going to tell people about Jesus. I'm not going to protest against the Catholic Church. I'm not going to say any bad thing about politics or doctrine or anything. That I'm just going to tell people God's a good God, that God loves them, that Jesus loves them. I said, you'll end up with people in your church because of it. And I said, and we're going to have miracles. And blind eyes are going to open and deaf ears are going to unstop and cripples are going to walk and God's going to bless it. And I said, I just need your permission. And if you say yes, then the landowner will say yes, and then I can do it. And he said, well, I'll say yes on one condition. Oh, my. Sounds like a nursery rhyme, doesn't it? Yeah, you know? right. <laughs> and uh, I said, what's your condition? He said, I'm going to a meeting tomorrow of 11 priests oh, my. and eight curas. Now, in America, we don't have curas in the Catholic, mm-hmm. Catholic Church. But they in Mexico, they have a cura, which is similar, not the same thing, but similar to a monsignor. He's higher than oh. a priest. Oh. And uh, he said, I'm going to a, to a meeting tomorrow of 11 priests and, and eight curas. And he said, if you'll come to that meeting and tell them what you want to do, and if they say it's all right, then I'll say it's all right. <laughs> and I said, okay, my friend, deal. my friend, man, I mean, all the blood is drained from his whole body. He's done. Wow. And he said, Terry, you can't talk to a Catholic priest. You can't go talk to eight priests. Uh, 11 priests and 8 quarters. I said, I said, man, I can talk to the devil himself if it'll let me have a crusade and win souls for Jesus. And so, uh, and so the next I said, all right, we'll be there. And so the next day I go and come walking in. Me and my friend come walking in. There's these, there's these uh, 12 priests because the priest I talked to was right. made number 12. So sure. 12 priests and 11 quarters. Excuse me, um, eight, eight, eight quarters, 11, 12 priests and 8 quarters. Okay. And, uh, Walked in there, and I told them who I was and what I wanted to do, and that I wanted to build a platform right there in the front of the Catholic Church, and that I want to preach Jesus, and I'm not going to protest against the Catholic Church. The word Protestant means protest the Catholic Church. I'm not protesting, yeah. and uh, that I'm not against the Catholic Church, that I'm, I'm for Jesus, and I'm for God, and I'm going to tell the people that God's good, and God's a good God, and He loves them, and right. you'll end up with people in your church because of it. Plus, I'm going to preach miracles and pray for sick people, and God's going to heal them and open blind eyes and unstop deaf ears and make cripples walk. And, and heal people of all kinds of diseases. Amen. And I said, I just need your permission because the landowner said if I'd get the priest's permission, it'd be okay. The priest right here in front of you says if I get your permission, it'll be okay. So I'm here to get your permission. And those they granted me 100% permission. Wow. And said, well, sure, go ahead and do that. We don't care. Now, they didn't think I'd have any miracles. Right. They thought I would end up being a fool. Right. But they said, not only can you build the, build the platform, and have the crusade across the street, you can run your electrical power over to the church and, and use our electricity out of the church. Wow. And I said, well, praise God. That's wonderful. Let's do it. And I said, I'll tell everybody there that, that you let me do it. I'll tell everybody there I'm here with your permission, 
And I'll tell everybody there, we're using your electricity. <clears throat> and so we had a powerful, wonderful, marvelous crusade. And blind eyes opened, and deaf ears unstopped, Hallelujah. and cripples walked, and demons were cast Thank out, and people Lord. were saved, salvations by the thousands. It was wonderful. One night it came a downpour of rain, Renee, it rained, and it rained, and it rained, and it rained all day long. And wow. uh, I kept telling people all day long, they'd say, we're going to have to cancel the crusade. And I said, no, we're not going to cancel, and it's not going to rain. And so uh, this went on all day. Finally, it got time to drive over the Crusade ground, so me and Jackie and uh, Lynn, Lynn's now in his 40s, you know, but he's his three then, and uh, we got in the car, and, and he's standing up, you know, we didn't use car seats back then, he's right. standing up in the seat beside me, and we're driving to the Crusade, and my windshield wipers are going just full blast, it's just pouring down rain. Well, Lynn's been, you know, with me now for three years, and so he knows about confession and right. speaking the word right. and taking spiritual authority and declaring the word and all this. And so we're just driving across town to out out to where the meeting is, out to Lucky Pocket, and it's just pouring down rain. The windshield wipers are going, and Lynn looked at me and he said, "It's not raining, is it, Daddy?" <laughs> I said, "No, sir. It's not raining on our crusade. I said it's raining right here where we are, but it's not raining on our crusade. And we get to our crusade, it won't be raining." And uh, so we got out there and pulled up. And you're right now, it was like somebody put a canopy over the crusade ground. Hallelujah. You could walk out of the rain into, into the, the crusade grounds where it would, where there's no rain. Wow. Turn right around, walk right back across the line. I mean, there's no roof. I mean, this open air crusade. But just turn right around and walk outside the crusade Hallelujah. grounds. And it's pouring down rain. I believe. And I mean, God did miracles. <laughs> and after about the third night, the Catholic priests and curas got all nervous because uh, they had told people, you know, God would make you sick yeah right <laughs> and god yeah. make you poor and i'm telling people yeah. god loves you and he doesn't make you sick and he doesn't make you poor and uh they didn't think i'd have any miracles and thought i'd be a fool and here i was having miracles which make them look like a fool because wow. they were saying the opposite and, and getting the opposite and i'm yeah. saying the word and getting the word and so uh, somebody went over and cut the cord uh, from the electricity and we had to go out there and splice it and put it back together oh, and then goodness. after after about about three days or four days i don't remember which now they came to me and said, uh, we've had complaints. You're going to have to shut the crusade down. I thought, yeah, the complaints are coming from you. But, you no, know, we, we absolutely had, had miracles in the rain, surrounded by the rain, and had miracles and salvation right in the front yard, Hallelujah. right in the front door of the Catholic Church, and using their electricity. Isn't that wonderful? Hallelujah that, to God. See, and that's real fruit. And what you were talking about, you know, as we started today, too, was just... You know, you've got those 12 checks and doing something for the kingdom of God. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, I, I, I know we have goers and we have senders and people yep. that are listening today. and that. See, every missionary is a mission. Every Christian's a missionary, either right. a goer right. or, or a, a sender. sender. Not everybody has to go. God doesn't want everybody to go right. and eat monkey liver and fish eyeballs like I do. Yeah. Eat worms and dog and cat and rat and uh, like I have. Right. Uh, but he does want them to send me. No, that's you know, right. you're either a sender or a goer. Or a goer. And so either go eat your own worms <laughs> or send me and I'll eat them for you. I've got one lady that partners with me up in South Dakota has for decades. And she said, Brother Terry, I'll send, I'll send you money if you'll eat my worms for me. You know, <laughs> I'll be the sender, you be the goer. No, that's right. That's right. All of us working together. And, and I wanted to, I had just read these verses this week while we were in Houston and uh, and it's so important for us like you were saying what are we going to do for the kingdom of god what are we going to do how are what we going to do it you know and i want to encourage all of you to pour the coal coals on in your prayer because even if you're laying up in bed 
at, with two broken legs, you can pray. Oh, you know, you can pray around the world. You can change a nation absolutely. with one little widow lady praying in a house. You know, she can she can upend a whole election. Oh, absolutely. No, absolutely. <laughs> you know? And so I want to encourage you to st always start with a prayer. So Believe you, you, God to start in that area. You know, Paul said, examine yourself yeah. and see if ye be in the faith. Right. Isn't that a powerful statement? It examine really yourself and see if ye be in the faith. So we need to go back and look at these 12 months right. of 2018 and see what we've done with 11 of them. Boy, How do we spend right. those 11 checks? And then say, dear God, I've got one month left to do something for God, to do something for the glory of God, to do something for the kingdom of God. And I'm going to make, I'm going to make December count. I'm going no, to make 2018 right. count. I'm going to end 2018 with blood in my eye and fire in my bones and my sword <laughs> out and my shield up. That's right. And I'm attacking Battle 2019 ready. as yeah. a warrior of Almighty God to yeah, get the right. gospel. Yeah, you know, battle ready, and that's what we need to do. That's that's what we need to be every single day as believers, that we are, uh, you know, the people of God, and that we're going to do what God's called us to do. And that scripture I was looking up there is examine yourself to see whether you, you know, are in the faith or not. But I, I wanted to give you this scripture here in Psalm 39. It said, Lord, make me to know my end and to appreciate the measure of my days, what they are. Let me know and realize how frail I am and how transient is my stay here. In other words, this is akin to the scripture over in Psalm 90, verse 12. So teach us to number our days that we may get us a heart of wisdom. And that's what God's looking for. He wants people to have an intelligent um, awareness of how valuable every single day is that our time on this planet counts for the kingdom of God, that we pray prayers, that we give offerings, that we show up at church, that we show up and are faithful to do the work of God in, in a 24-hour, seven, you know, seven days a week, a battle-ready concept with everything in the kingdom of God. So we hope today that you have heard our heart of what we felt like the Holy Ghost. We were nudged by the Spirit of God, uh, you know, to, to really minister to you and just remind you of. And like Peter said, he, he said, I think it's right as long as I'm in this body uh, to put you in remembrance of these things. Absolutely. I, I used to tell my church, I think it's right that I nag you. Well, there you go. <laughs> I think it's right. You know, this month we've already like Paul started. said, provoke you. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, my son Paul used to say, provoke. You want to, Dad, you're provoking me. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, 2 Corinthians uh, uh, 13 tells us, Paul said, examine, examine yourself. yourself. Examine yourself and see if you be right. in the faith. And so, you know, we've already started taking offerings this, this month for. Uh, orphans overseas for Christmas. Right, right. And uh, so we've texted some pastors that always help us and always bless us. And we've been able to give thousands and thousands of dollars to, to 12, 13 different homes in five different nations yeah. the last number of Christmases to help them for Christmas. That's right. And if, if people listening to the podcast want to help with that, they certainly can. Uh, although I, I have contacted pastors to help us do that. Right. And uh, But, you know, we also just want to end the year big. We only want to end the year in the black 
We want to we want to make sure that our, our missionaries are taken care of, our orphans That's are taken right. care of, That's our widows right. are taken care of. We'll make sure everything's taken care of. And we in 2018 in the black, not in the red, and, and being about the masters, but doing something for the kingdom of God Amen. and being able to say, I'm I'm pleased with how I spent my 12 checks in 2018, and I'm determined I'm going to spend my 12 checks for 2019 uh, to the glory of God and make heaven rejoice. That's right. That's right. And all of us have to do that. There, And we're believing God. You know, God's got enough money, like you say all the time. God's got, you know, plenty of money. and uh, He's got lots of money. Lots of money. And he shares with us. And he shares it with us. And there shouldn't be a one of us that uh, lack anything. No, that's right. And we've got to all stand and believe God. And then, and then know that out of our abundance, we're going to share and give with other people. We, we, you know, Christians abstractly know that. Right. <laughs> they they abstractly realize, hey, God's God. He's got lots of money. Right. But right. they don't get the fact of how to get him to share with you. Right. And they really don't know how to pray. Whiz with people just this last week. And I tell you, I just, I, I know I was rolling my eyes back in my head because they're sitting there talking about praying and talking about things about God. And I thought, God's not even hardly hearing those prayers. You're not praying in line with the word. <laughs> you're just praying to give me, give me, bless me, bless me, help me, right, help me. Right, oh, right. God, oh, God, oh, God. But you're not taking the word, getting in the word and getting scriptures. God said, when you come before God, bring with you words. Yeah, and he 14, said, put me too. in remembrance of my word. Yeah, so right. what we do is it's not my yeah. idea, Renee. Uh, it's no. not your idea for God to bless us. No. It was God's idea. He thought it up. <laughs> what an amazing You know, God. we prayed over our food today at lunch, you know, and I said, Lord, this it was your covenant. You're the one that said, right. I'll bless your bread and your water and take sickness from, from your midst. midst. What a great thing you said. That wasn't my idea. I'm not trying to convince you to bless my bread and water and take sickness out of my midst. It was your idea. So thank you. I'm bringing to him his word. Put him in remembrance of his word. And so when we go back and take take his word, his idea, his thoughts, and bring them back to him and say, well, Lord, you said this. And because That's you right. said this, right. I believe it's true. I believe it's real. And so therefore I receive this That's and command right. the devil to take his hands off of it. That's but so right. many Christians don't they know how to did. pray like that. They don't know how to pray the word or the answer, they just know how to pray the problem. Oh, God, help me. i got to pay the light bill. Oh, God, help me. I need some gas. Oh, God, yeah. help me. I need some food. And, a, and those begging prayers yeah. of trying to cajole God yeah. and con God begging, and beg God and negotiate with God, that's not the way to pray. And no. yet I guarantee you the biggest amount of churches out there tell people, pray just like that goofy woman on the radio today or on national television today. Oh, God, have pity on your servant and his sorrow and his suffering. What a dumb way to pray. It has nothing to do with the Bible. Well, it just runs. And God sure. just had his fingers in his ears and wasn't listening. Well, it's just a sad, sad thing to think that people created in the image of God would have to beg for anything. Isn't that crazy? You know, we better quit. We do. We got to go. How long is this podcast so far? Oh, it's well, it, it's long. 34 minutes. <laughs> yeah, I guess we better say good night, Gracie. Yes. Well, good night, everybody. Good day. Um, bless your week and your time here on this planet as you serve the Lord. Believe in God. You'll number your days. Spend your check wisely. Yeah, set your Examine. faith in agreement yeah. with us that all together, all of us are going to spend We're December yeah. wisely and rightly, and and so heaven will be happy about it, That's and right. we'll be proud of it, and we'll do it for the glory of God for and say 2018 was blessed of God. Amen. Well, uh, you remember, you can find us at terrymize.com. The website is terrymizeministries.org, and that we have all of our products there. Our preaching schedule is there. Ways you can leave a, a prayer request or a testimony. 
contact information with our office. Everything is right there for you. And we're believing, God, that there's going to be wonderful, more and more increase in all of the things that we're doing for the kingdom of God. And we say you are very blessed and that you are. You are. More more than than conquerors. God bless you all. See you next time. Bye-bye. You've been listening to a Mize Missions podcast. For all the latest updates to our global projects, speaking engagements, and social media, visit us at terrymize.com. You can partner with us to give living bread to dying men around the world. Get involved at terrymize.com. Until next time, thanks for joining us. This has been a presentation of Terry Mize Ministries.